uh, the emodium is very important because the thing about emodium is it, it's a decision. When you take it, just prepare. Welcome to In Case You Get Hit by a Podcast with Abby Schneiderman and Gene Newman. I'm your host, Angela, and every week I'll be sitting down with Gina and Abby to cover issues related to organizing your life, home, and household. First of all, I don't know about you guys, but every time, basically every time I go away, I get sick. I mean, Adam, you and I have traveled together many times where one of one of us or both of us are not feeling well. I mean, not anymore. You can't, you do not go on a plane anymore if, you, if you're not feeling well. But it used to be, oh, you have a cold or... Or, or you just you don't have a cold, but by the time you get off the plane, you do have a cold. And I've spent many vacations or trips just feeling like horrible. Every time I, I'd say when when if you ever go to Vegas, uh, usually if you spend more than three days in Vegas, everything dries out like your entire body. And I'd say every time I've flown back from Vegas, I ended up being sick for a week. When <laughs> just and we totally. we talked about that as a company. I remember we were on like a group meeting a lunch or something and everyone said like how many of us get sick when you fly and everyone like raised their hands because that's just normal and there's always someone behind that has like one tissue that they're using the entire flight (laughs) and they're just coughing and wheezing and just sneezing the entire flight and you're thinking great i am getting sick right now i was just gonna say you know when you're on a plane there's a difference in air pressure that makes you think you're sick even if you're not, because it makes your nose start running immediately when you get in the plane. And if you have a sensitive throat or anything like that, by the time you get off the plane, you're convinced that you're sick. Yeah. I, but I feel like, and no joke, I've actually gotten strep throat on trips multiple times. So I don't know if it's, if it's something that is going on on the airplane or, or just bad luck. Yeah, I've had eye issues when I've been away. I broke my foot playing tennis on vacation a few years ago in Jamaica. And it was that was luckily it was on the last day of our trip, the day before the last day. But I had to go home through the airport in another country on crutches. No fun. Like what? Yeah. It definitely gets trickier too when you're in another country. I mean, I know Oregon's the 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 far frontier, but but at least it's still in the US. But when you're in a completely other country, sometimes it's really tricky to navigate how the healthcare system works and who's going to end up paying for what. We were actually living in Paris for about six months and we had two little kids. And before our trip, I actually actually purchased this supplemental travel insurance, which is not exactly the same thing as trip insurance. Um, It's more oriented around uh, healthcare. You know, sometimes, and all these things can overlap, right? There's like trip insurance, there's travel medical insurance, there's like emergency medical evacuation evacuation insurance. And sometimes they all overlap. And we got this comprehensive policy that covered everything, even though some of those things were actually already covered like by your credit card. Like sometimes if you have like an American Express card, sometimes even your health insurance uh, plan will cover certain out of country costs. But, but anyway, we were living in Paris for a while and it's, it's, it's actually kind of tricky when you're in a place with socialized medicine, because they don't have like a whole system for taking payments in the same way, um, that, that they do here. Like a lot of times when you go to the doctor, he has like a little like metal box that he opens up and you hand him like a, a 10 euro bill or something like that. It doesn't, 
it's not the same type of billing system as it is here. And so we actually had a, one of my kids, my other kid, Casey, who was a baby, got very, very ill. She got some sort of crazy uh, stomach virus and had to be hospitalized. And it was really tricky navigating how that was going to all work. And the first couple of doctors that we tried to take her to wouldn't even see us because we weren't on the, uh, the national health insurance plan um, in France. And th that could, what you were mentioning is travel insurance. Cause some people think of the basic trip insurance, like you're, you're going to get on, you, you're checking out of Expedia and it says, Hey, you want to add insurance and for an extra five, 10, $20 in case your flight gets canceled in case you have to move, you get a piece back in case uh, your bags get lost. That's the basic one. So are you, also... are you supposed to, are you supposed to do it though? Like, should people check that box and actually buy that insurance? If if you're doing it, I mean, a lot of times it'll equate to how much your trip costs. So if you're just taking a trip to, you know, a quick trip and you're like, it's not that much. If you're taking like a $15,000 massive around the world, you might want to, you might want to have some, you might want to get some of that money back if you have to cancel, especially now. So one of the things is when you do travel insurance, you can get an actual policy that will cover multiple things. So for example... A travel, travel medical plan. So that could be payment of medical expenses if you get sick or injured. Uh, the emergency evacuation and repatriation is another thing. So let's say you get sick and you got, have to get flown back. That could be crazy expensive with the flights, those types of things. Uh, cancellation we talked about, cancel for any reason, baggage and personal. There's 24-hour assistance, like finding a lawyer abroad, which could be a thing. And obviously, if you have a car, you know, odds are you're probably going to get separate car insurance for that, but there's ways to put it on there. And when I looked up and did some pricing, you know, if you're doing like a $7,000 trip, I was just saying you're going far to another country. I mean, it'll be, it could be like $300. It could be, you know, a different range. It's not like crazy, you know, yeah. if you're already spending a ton of money, it's a yeah. little extra we usually don't. We usually don't bother if it's if we're going to like Nashville or Arizona or something like that. But when we've taken really big trips that were both expensive, but also really far away, like when we went to the Galapagos or if you go to like South South America, like to, to Patagonia. Wow. I want to be um, in your family. Yeah, right. Those are some amazing trips. But before those trips, I definitely got a supplemental travel insurance uh, coverage uh to, to cover not just the, the expense of the trip, but also like weird medical issues that might come up. But that's when you, when you're doing that, a lot of times it's, it's you're already paying so much for the trip. So it doesn't really, it's, it's that extra bit of safety. Uh, if people are traveling cause they have family in other countries, a lot of times they won't, they'll be like, you know, the family will help me take care of this. Uh, they'll work it out. But if you're going like most people, especially now, because a lot of these policies will also cover things, uh, COVID related, uh, COVID cancellation, and medical coverage. Uh, so that's something that they've added in. And some of these for $300, one of these plants, a million dollars for evacuation, if you need to be evacuated, which I'm guessing if you have to be evacuated a million dollars, I mean, what, if you're, if you're climbing Everest, you usually have to put down like a huge policy, just because they're like, we're gonna have to haul you off this mountain, it's gonna cost us $4 million. So you're paying for it. Uh, but other places, just making, you know, if cancellation, if your trip costs a certain amount, maybe you'll get like 50 to 80% back. Uh, especially if you're planning far ahead. Right now, that's the problem people seem to have. You plan a trip six months ahead, who knows what's going to happen in six months? What if that country is shut down? What if you know, you're know you sick? What if you, half your family can't go? You know, So those types of things, it's good to have that insurance. But Abby, so 
you've gotten sick in many places, you said. Uh, what's the one that really like, kind of like, you know, changed it all and made you think, wow, this is serious. <laughs> Maybe well, I should never travel again. <laughs> well, I was just going to say that when I, this wasn't, this wasn't serious in terms of, um, well, I guess it was pretty serious, but it wasn't, it wasn't me. But when I was, this was just kind of a, a crazy story, but when I was five years old, I was away, actually happened to be somewhere, somewhere um, in the Caribbean. I think we were in Jamaica, actually. We go to Jamaica a lot. I was five years old and there was this kitchen and there was something on the floor of the kitchen. And I don't know why I did this, but I picked it up and my little sister at the time was like two years old. And I said, look, Jesse, it's candy, eat it. And I gave it to her and she ate it. And this woman in the house started screaming and was like, that's rat poison. And I was like, oh my God, oh no. So I had fed my sister rat poison and turned into this whole to-do. She was two years old. They had to, um, they were gonna medevac her to Miami. They ended up giving her um, Ipecac. Oh and, yes, and well. try to get her to throw up. They they found a doctor there who, who ended up thinking that she got this all out of her system. She had to be monitored for a few weeks um, because of the, I guess, because of the substance that was in her body, but she ended, she ended up fine. Um, but that would have been a, I mean, that I, I don't even have a clue as to if we had travel insurance or anything like that at that point, but that could have been like a disaster of a um, financial situation if you have to medevac somebody um, somewhere else. I, I have no idea how much medevac somebody costs. Do you guys? Uh, no, but we'll have to dig into how this affected the relationship between you and your sister over the That's years. That's for another podcast. <laughs> because, because apparently I'm learning more and more by the day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think there's like a like a kit almost that we make sure we have us when we travel. And so one thing that always got to have with you is antihistamines in case somebody has a weird allergic reaction to something. Um, we were at a dinner with my kids once when they were little and Casey had shrimp for the first time. And then a few minutes later started complaining that she couldn't breathe and we didn't know what was going on. I think it turned out she had choked on her water or, you know, she wasn't having an allergic reaction, but we didn't know that and had to go running around because we didn't happen to have antihistamines with us and find a drugstore and, and pump her full of antihistamines, like in a really big hurry. Um, was it like Benadryl? She, Are you talking Benadryl? Yeah, or? so like Benadryl, exactly. Um, and so having, we we always take Benadryl when we go because it's a good all-purpose, like stop your body from attacking itself if you have an allergic reaction kind of thing. We always take some Imodium with yes. us if we go so that if, if somebody is so Lock sick that, that they're starting to like lose weight and be weak, um, okay. you want to have that with you. So yeah, there's a few things that we, you know, we bring to try to like mitigate the risks, but I mean, you can't really account for everything. I have two bags that are always packed and, and packed with the, with certain things that when I go on a trip, I just take those bags and I keep restocking them. They have everything in them. One is a toiletries bag, which has everything that I might need to, you know, toothbrush, dental floss, toothpaste, face, um, sunscreen, um, like the things that, that I just know I need every single day, any, any medications that I take that I know I take every single day. And then I have another bag, which is all of my chargers. 
And because I, I just, I hate being on an airplane or being at a hotel or, I mean, and occasionally this happens where one of my kids is like taking out my phone charger from my, from that bag. And now it's like a big no, no, don't touch mommy's bag that those are my bags. I pack them. They're ready to go. And I feel like everyone should have those bags. I mean, as someone who, if I'm going, I, I treat going to like New Jersey as if I'm going on safari. So, I mean, every time I have in my bag, I, I agree when it comes to any kind of sinus or, or, or antihistamine, uh, the emodium is very important because the thing about emodium is it, it's a decision. When you take it, just prepare to not go to the bathroom for like three days. <laughs> so once you do that, you have to be serious. It's really like a, you know, I think it goes like, you know, maybe in your life, like, permanence you think like tattoos then emodium <laughs> and that's about that's that's the that's the order uh but it's always good to have that because when you're people i know that have been in certain places this person i work with had to be he had to be choppered out of uh, costa rica because he was just they just, just could not keep anything down for like two days uh getting making sure you could rehydrate in some way pedialyte is a good thing because you could get sometimes you buy it if you're at home you get the the container that's already made but getting the powder is is great. And I've never done this, but I do know plenty of people who go who, who travel with antibiotics, and they'll get antibiotics like Cipro or something if they're going somewhere just just in case. But but it's also the thing about that that you have to be wor- careful about is if you just take antibiotics on your own without a doctor telling you, then they can weaken your body and totally. uh, resistance. So sometimes I know people that would take them anytime they got a cold, they'd start taking antibiotics. And later in life, they started having more problems because they thought this is the be all end all. And you want your body to be able to respond to it. Uh, having it is good. So you don't have to buy it in a place. But definitely at that point, check with a doctor before you take any kind of prescription uh, medication. Uh, bug bites, Abby. That's a great one because I'm the same way. I, I I get a mosquito bite and it looks like someone just beat me with a baseball bat. I just don't understand when that changed in my life. As a kid, I'd camp and think it was great and get bitten and who cares. But at some yeah. point, you know, having uh, just the lotions and things like that doesn't require like a shot or anything. But also, if you do have prescription stuff, like you need an EpiPen, you need inhalers always have a separate bag with that that you're checking to make sure it's not expired because apparently medicine doesn't expire yeah. and here's a here's a tip about emodium if you have old emodium it, medicine never it doesn't expire it, does, it won't make you sick it just the potency gets less it's kind of weird i've never tried emodium but now i'm feeling like maybe i should you guys all seem to be in on it start with pepto <laughs> like like that's your that your, your your gateway drug is pepto and maybe kaopectate if you're looking to go to the next level then emodium is doomsday <laughs> like it means you know this is it for kids i think also um in particular for kids who only like certain brands of things where they there might be a certain kind of uh vitamin or a certain kind of sunscreen because it has a certain smell or it has a certain texture that they that they like. So, I mean, obviously, if it's an emergency, you go, you can hopefully go to a store and buy something, um, whatever brand it is. But if there are certain brands of things that you know either you or or your kids like, that's that's one of the things that we try to do ahead of time. We even bring um, certain shampoos or conditioners um, or soaps with us because if you have kids who have sensitive skin or there's lots of things that. 
if depending on where you're going, you should just spend a little bit of time thinking about what you're going to need and see if it makes sense to bring some of it with you ahead of time. This podcast is brought to you by Everplans, the app designed to guide you through securely storing and sharing your most important information. We're pretty much everywhere you are, so be sure to follow us. We're at Everplans on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. See you next week. Thank you.